Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, May 1st, 2023. Today on the Ether, Orbital Command hosts the Alliance Hour, discussing governance, alliance assets, and who's next. Let's take a listen. GM fam, and only a few of us in here just now, so we can have a little chat as more people decide to drop in. I thought I'd put some jazz on. Kind of thought PSC might be a jazz guy. I was quite getting, enjoying that myself. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? Actually, alternate uh, punk and alternative uh, music. Yeah. So, slightly yeah, different. I noticed, I noticed a request for some Clash this morning and um, last night, actually. So, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What well, are they going well, I'm afraid that just wasn't an option this morning. I, I don't know. At 8 a.m. for me, that'd be a little bit too early for that kind of kind of music but um yeah it was a nice start now we've got finn requesting to come up as well we'll bring him up hopefully he's not going to derail this space with i don't know some crazy thoughts yeah so so spotify calls my music bubble grunge and australian indie those are the the spotify channel list that's created for me Nice. Yeah. Nice. I'd like to hear some of that. Are we talking like Ramon, Ramones or earlier stuff? Some of it rifles going right way back? Uh, the indie mix is Aussie music. So it's like um, Camp Cope, um, Dear Seattle, De- Desk Chair, and all that kind of stuff. It's my attempt to be young. Uh, Bubble Grunge. I'm just trying to think of any music I've just heard on there. But um, yeah, but you're talking the Ramones. It used to be that. It used to be, um, oh, God. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, uh, what's it called? Oh, God, my memory's gone. It's, uh, anyway, Dead Kennedys, stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Not as cultured as some. Super. Listening to jazz and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's nice sometimes, but uh, also nice to amp it up a bit. Yeah. I mean, I used to go to Simple Minds concerts, you know, and stuff like that, and the police when they were when they were there. Now you're talking. Yeah. I think my, I think I think my first concert was Bandar Ballet. Nice. And you know, once you've got one song, you've got them all. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pretty pretty good show. But that, uh, yeah, it wasn't long before I started seeing Motorhead on the Gold Coast, Lemmy Kilmeister, and more interesting bands like that. Yeah. Well, well, we could discuss music all morning or all evening, depending on where you are. This is kind of weird. We've got a, a Scotsman out in Asia and an Aussie across in the States. Um, but we're all together for the Alliance Hour. Hi, mm? you are in the States just now, aren't you? Me, yeah. I'm uh, in Minneapolis, of all places. 
Well, is that a long-term thing or? I've been here for six years. Um, the current plan is to uh, do six months on, six months off. So basically spend the summer here. Uh, I'll spend summers here and then the summer basically back in Melbourne or uh, somewhere else, not here, because the winters here are horrible. That is exactly what I'm doing out in Asia. Get away from the, the European winter, go back in the summer. So yeah, yeah. love your thinking. Um, and when I had hair, what, what that used to do for me was it turned my hair from kind of ginger to blonde. <laughs> then I went bald. So uh, the I'm, I'm dealing the other way. I'm not going bald. I'm just growing it longer and longer. So the, uh, you know, the receding hairline is invisible anymore. It's just longer, longer hair. So. Wow. I would love to have that option. <laughs> now, there's, there's a few things to discuss. You've actually got a couple of proposals up on Agora. Well, one that's now been turned into governance. We can maybe hit that one mm-hmm. um, towards the end of the space. But originally, we are interested, or I'm certainly interested to hear more from yourself about the proposal you put up about Alliance. Yep. Um, for, any, for anyone that's not read that, that is in the ideas and suggestions section on Agora and it's titled The Moon Never Set. AKA alliance incentives. Would I mean obviously we're not asking you to read out your proposal, but yeah. would you like to just to sort of talk about sure your inspiration for this? And okay, so I was yeah I was speaking to Phil uh, and we were talking about different ways about uh, different things we can do around the alliance, and he came up with uh, his thing, which is uh, around you know, around something, and then I thought, well, you know, I'm seeing this. I'm seeing what's happening with Stride in the ICA um, going through there. And I'm going, why isn't Stride even talking to us about Alliance? I mean, you know, whale, the Migaloo whale thing came on and it had a huge turnout. I think we've got 5 million lunar staked on whale at the moment. And we go, well, we need a better incentives to encourage chains to actually want to use Alliance. And at the moment, it's either there or it's about to come, it's going to become a competitive environment about what kind of security uh, you want, uh, what kind of economic security you want. So the whole thing was, well, how do we incent chains to actually use this? And at the moment, it's all, you know, if you have a look how Migaloo did it, it's all on Migaloo's thing. And they're going, well, we need to spend our tokens to encourage Luna people to come on. And then you look at uh, how the Stride and Adam proposal went, and they and Adam basically said, well, here's 450,000 Adam if you decide to uh, use us. So it's a the different approach on there. So I said, well, we can do that. We can do that as a chain. And... Um, you know, we can do it fairly easily. So the gist of the proposal is as new chains come on and they want to use Alliance, uh, they will get a token amount just from our community pool from for the fact of joining the Alliance. So you join, part, you, know, you pass a governance vote with us so we don't get any chain on there and you get this allocation. That allocation is going to be for the first couple of days, first 30 days of running so that you can set it up. We can see what the performance is like, what returns we're getting and so on. And slowly that that amount will be adjusted based on performance. So if you return great returns for our for the Lunar token holders, 
you get you keep your allocation and you might get a bit more. If it's kind of averaged as nothing, well, we're going to shrink that and we're going to give it somewhere else where the lunar the lunar holders will get a better return. And that's the initial lump sum. And by doing that, it will bring, you know, so I'm going to use Migaloo as an example. It would use you get Migaloo two tokens into our rewards pool, and people will start getting Migaloo rewards just the regular stakers and um, individual people who decide to also do that will get their own rewards. And that's where, you know, it's up for a discussion. Should we, you know, should we encourage initial, you know, the, the short-term guys who come in to start with and the early adopters to, to do it as well. So not only would the community pool put some money there, but early adopters would get some component from the community pool by helping us out, as well as the returns on the chain. And a lot of the discussion we have at the moment is, should the community pool do this, uh, basically spend its money versus the other chains? And that that and then it also, I think one of the other things is, should we reward it? So that's the first component of the moon never sets actually came from the British thing, the sun never sets. Um, I'm not very original. The second component of this is not only do we need to, uh, to encourage chains to, to come and use Alliance, we also need to encourage the application developers or the dApps to also use Alliance. And by that, we need to basically encourage dApps to go to use IBC, to use the interchain accounts, to use smart smart bridges across the different chains to make things work. And that's the second part of it, where we uh, basically incent the application developers by sharing fees or finding some other method. And I'll go into it a little bit more in the proposal in there. So for example, if you had, um, let's have a look, Astroport, and they decided to open up a station on Migaloo, which they won't, it's a competing chain. But if they decided to do that and they started to move traffic and move applications across, we would give them a portion of their fees. And the the fee portioning or the fee sharing thing isn't a brand new thing to the Cosmos ecosystem. It's on um, the Canto network and it's also been enabled on Juno. So that module's out there and it's available. And what happens then is we have a way of rewarding application developers for actually doing what we want, which is building up the Alliance bridges and making them much better. So it's not just about Staker go in there and get tokens. It's about having the applications actually utilizing the Alliance chains and becoming better for them. Because the vision, as far as I'm aware, is um, lots of application chains doing lots of different things, all interrelated. And that would help that vision go across. And if we can do it with Lunar in the middle, then that will benefit the Lunar stakeholders or the Lunar token holders. Does that make sense? Or I put you to sleep? No, no, definitely, definitely not asleep. There's a, there's a lot to un, unpack there. Um, yeah. Can we go back to the part one? Sure. For now, and then we can maybe hit, touch on the part two. Um, I've, I've read the proposal. Mm -hmm. Listening to you speaking on it here, I think maybe I'd interpreted it slightly differently <laughs> to what you've explained here. 
Um, so I, I'm just think, thinking about it from a selfish perspective, and I think for all the talk of wag me before the crash, it what the crash one thing the crash taught me was that basically everyone is not everyone but a lot of us are here for ourselves and and you you kind of do have to make sure you're all right before you can get into the wagon frame of mind because if you've not got anything to share then there's nothing to share um but if 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 thinking of the megaloo example because that is a real example i'm just looking at the Eris dashboards just now, it looks like there's a hundred and seven hundred and seventy-five thousand Luna LSTs. We're now calling LSDs LSTs. Well, no, um, we're not. Um, it's a derivative. Oh. It's not a token. It's a liquid staking derivative. Okay. That's the official name. But anyway, uh, you know. Right. Well, we're back. So we're back to the LSDs. Yeah, we never left. Um, by the way, there's a, a better website called Apex. If you want it called apex.migaloo.zone, and that basically gives it to you, um, you right. know, fine, just right at you. So what it's telling me is there is 3.8 million amp lunar staked. There's 2.86 uh, bone lunar staked and around 20 million whale token staked on whale. Interesting. So that is, that is vastly different from the... I don't, yeah, I don't, Eris. yeah, I don't know what Eris is doing or saying, but that's from, that's the whale, that's the whale site saying this is what is on whale. So, oh, so we're saying, or you're saying this, this is the accurate data then? Uh, this is it, this is the data I look at. And, um, you know, they're probably, you know, they're getting it. I am presuming they're getting it from the Alliance modules on that token. I'm not sure where uh, Eris is getting it. And I don't want to say anything negative about uh, Eris because they're not here to defend themselves. Right. Okay, forget it. Almost the, 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 the amounts at the moment then aren't necessarily all that important. It's mm-hmm. more the um, philosophy. I don't have accurate numbers at the moment of how many individual people have sent Luna over. Um, from Terra as an LSD into stake into the Alliance module on Megaloo. But if our if the Terra community pool have gone in with <clears throat> let's say a number of what quarter of a million Luna? Mm-hmm. Is that okay? So if the if the Terra community pool had gone in with a quarter of a million Luna to stake on Megaloo in the first month, I, I wouldn't have bothered. And I, I don't mm-hmm. think I'm the only person in that position who go, well, there's the there's no real reward to well, this. You did you didn't you did mention something about extra rewards. So Okay, so I'm, okay, so the way it works Yeah, so the way it works is Miglu has put I'm gonna make up numbers now, so I don't know the real numbers. They've put ten million dollars worth of rewards into Amp Luna, into Amp Luna and ten million into Bone Luna. And then depending on how many people actually stake, then you get a, a portion of that 10 million. So if I was the only person to stake on Bone Luna with my one one Bone Luna in there, I'd get $10 million worth of rewards. Now, the more people who do that, that 10 million is divided between them. Now, you as an early adopter coming in, when there's only 500 people or 50 people or whatever, 
uh, in there, then obviously you're going to get this huge percentage. Same as how liquidity pools work when they're starting. You get this huge 200% return. Now, great for the initial people who basically ape in to start with, and it's a great short-term reward. But we need to, well, sorry, we don't need to do anything, but what I'm looking at is a medium to longer-term reward. So in three months, in four months, how, uh, you know, what are the returns going to look like and where is that going to happen? Now, the other, and I think having it so that the rewards are more stable, so similar to how you have a liquidity pool with initial capital when you start, so you don't get these huge percentages. I think they called it a lock, uh, LBP or a locked something or other when they started, uh, when Whale started, when Astroport started, they would they would basically try to do price discovery for the first bits. It's similar to that. We'd basically shove a bucket of money in there. The rewards would go to all lunar stakeholders, not necessarily the, the people who would just jump in, who saw a Twitter a tweet and just jump in, first of all. Now, the second component of that is where you is you know how do we reward the early adopters and that's where we can basically say we can come up with some kind of agreement uh in the community pool so if you're an early adopter and you stake lunar on this and you're helping the alliance out individually then you will also get some rewards from the community pullback because it's not just helping migaloo when you do this it is helping lunar so that is why the rewards should be coming from both spaces. In that's the aim of the proposal. Okay. Okay. So in in that case, there there still is a financial benefit. Correct. A potential financial benefit, a token benefit to early adopters, individuals who ape in with yes. small bags. Correct. And the key, the key thing is about this is that initial thing that we stick in there, say the 5 million, 10 million or, or whatever for the community pool, slowly goes down. So uh, if individuals don't uh, come in, if it's not getting the rewards, then the amount, well, you know, it's uh, what they call like reinforcement learning. Uh, we're gonna learn from the rewards we get and adjust the amounts accordingly. Okay. so. That has alleviated some of my sort of personal concerns then that, mm -hmm. that individuals would just have less of an incentive to, to get involved with Alliance. And I think as far as Megaloo is concerned, that Megaloo um, on social media, Megaloo price has really benefited from um, people coming across with Alliance assets and just yeah. the, the excitement surrounding yeah. and, Alliance. And again, Megaloo is the first one. And there's a super amount of excitement. I'm off, I mean, we're recording, so I'm going to be positive. Um, Kudra implemented the module. And I haven't seen any governance vote on them actually wanting to do this. So they're probably on the fence about how much money reward should we do to incent Lunar across, if anything, to get rewards. And we have other chains coming in who aren't even considering this. So I think I named, I think there's three or four chains which are using ICA. I think there's three chains, Neutrino, Nolus, I think is one, and Stride. They're not even using this. So as far as Lunar holders go, they're getting nothing from, from those chains. If we can do this and we can send them, they'll get something. 
And hopefully, you know, those chains are going to go well and they're going to moon. And I want the lunar, lunar holders to actually have some of that moon or have some of that uh, profit as opposed to atom holders or whatever. Well, I mean, it's interesting you mentioned Kujira because both you and Ryan are on the Senate. So, I mean, we don't have to wait for like, Dove to put up a proposal. I'm assuming it's like you can... Any, well, anybody can, but I'm um, probably getting a bit off topic, but that's not... I don't feel that's the role of the Senate. The role of the Senate uh, in Kujira is more about uh, grants. A company comes in and we've basically got... They basically want to develop on Kujira and uh, they're going, hey, look, we're going to build this app and it's going to be amazing. It's going to help Kujira. And we go through and we ask them 20 questions and make them fill out forms because we like people filling out forms. And then we go, yeah, this is great. We'll give them the grant and so on. Now, I'm making a little bit of light. There's more to it, but that's where we are. Now, if we started going to interchain deals and all that kind of stuff, then a... I guess we could. It's something we could bring up. And I mean, Ryan's here. Um, it could be a topic of discussion, but it'd be something that we'd probably talk with the founders to get their insights into if that's the direction they wanted. I personally think that they they really want the alliance. They've just got a hundred other things going on um, because they, they, they basically were the first guys to test the alliance modules. They had it on their test net eons ago and they've got it on their production. But they've got 100 things going on. It's just a matter of us uh, talking to them, seeing if they want to actually move forward with that. And we'll probably bring it up. And I'm sure Ryan will, uh, will poke me about it in the next Senate meeting about if we want to discuss that or not. For sure. I, I mean, I think, the, yeah, I mean, the Kujira community is strong already. Um, I can't see that it would be a negative to, I mean, looking at the experience of Megaloo with regards to their alliance implementation. I, yeah. I, don't, I mean, I definitely think it strengthened their community, got new members in, um, and that would be a bonus for Kujira in my eyes. Yeah, and it would also be a uh, great point because then if uh, the dev team over there have got some reservations, we'll hear them. And we should probably ask them uh, about what, what their opinions are. But again, this is just a proposal I've done. I wasn't really thinking about my Senate role in QGIRO when I was doing it. I was more looking at uh, other conversations like the current Adam vote and going, how do we get a piece of that pie? How do we grow the alliance in different ways so that we are expanding it into more chains as opposed to how do we divide up the internals of uh, you know which LSD gets what. I'm not as interested in that. I'm more about growing the pie. That's what the proposal's more about growing the pie and making sure that everybody wins. Yeah. Oh, a bigger pie is, is I think what we're all here for. So we exactly. Large pie. Until um, you get diabetes. Well, this is true. Yeah. It, it, it was funny. We slightly off topic. We, we were on this call last week, which you joined as well, mm -hmm. and there was someone came up to the stage, and I don't know if he's here today. I don't think he is yet. Anyway, Chubby came up to the stage and and started shouting about Pepe, and I completely ignored that. Um, but within that time frame, Pepe since last week has done a four x. So if you're a Pepe holder, you're feasting. Um, exactly. Getting, getting back on topic then, PFC, if that's all right. 
you, you were talking about another part to your proposal. So not just the like early adopters and the, the rewards people are going to get, but how, how is it going to incentivize building? Can you talk on that a little bit? More? Sure. Um, there is something called a fee, a fee share. Canto uh, has it, um, and I think Juno has got it installed on their module. What that involves is a contract opts in and then into that, and then part of the fees that people spend, like in the gas fees that people spend using that contract, goes back to the application developers. So that's the basis of it. Now, my the thinking was, can we actually do something similar, but instead of just regular fees, we track IBC transactions across. So if um, you're basically using a DEX across, or if you're using you know, use a whale, Use Kuji, okay? If you're using Kuji's fin or Kuji's bow across from Luna, then the act of doing that would give the bow creator, bow creators, bow, bow, yeah, bow creators some of the fees uh, in that. So that would incent uh, them to actually use the alliance or use those IBC channels. And it would also allow regular Luna users to start using the bow and fin, which is an order book, just from their regular lunar accounts. They won't have to, you know, they won't have to do the IBCs themselves. It will be all done for them. So there is advantages of both. So from Kujira's point of view, they could then have bow and fin, which are the order book uh, things, accessible by all the lunar holders. So that's a huge market for them. Well, potentially a huge market, then no one has to worry about well, how do you know what wallet uses Kujira? How do I govern transfer funds across? It's just magic; it happens. So that's the incentive for them. They would open it up, and we would say, you know, in order for you to do the work to open that up, there is a reward scheme in there for you to do that. So just so I'm trying to get this clear in my head, this is some form of interchain account. Is that correct? Is that right? Yeah. Okay, so this this is stuff that hasn't hasn't been developed yet. So uh, interchain accounts what... has been developed, and uh, there are th it's bleeding edge. People are using it today. So if if you basically do liquid staking via Stride, you are using an interchain account. Okay, I wasn't aware. It's ble it's bleeding it's bleeding edge. I mean, Terra just got the module in the two point three release. So it's, um, this is not, you know, very old. This is only like a month old in Terra, but the actual module itself has been around for a while. Okay. I mean, things when we, when we stake Atom on Stride, we're still signing two transactions as far as I'm aware. So, so the way it works with Stride is you have to IBC your stuff over to Stride, you need to IBC your Atom over to Stride. Once it's there, you have to sign a single transaction to liquid stake it. And it liquid, it does all this, it, do, it then does a delegation for you and all that stuff on Stride itself. Then what Stride has as a third option is, well, now you've got these liquid stake tokens, why don't you go and add them to a liquidity pool on Osmo? And that's a third transaction. 
But in reality, the actual act of delegation is only one transaction, but they've just bundled it up. So you shift them, you shift the tokens across, you do your stake, and then you do it, and and you you then you go and stake it on Osmo. And the reason that's like that is they don't actually have smart contracts on Stride. So they've got no way of uh, automating those kind of things. Okay, but I mean, interesting accounts in theory then are the, the ICA module that has been developed, but as far as being able for a Luna, a Terra user to be able to go and carry out a transaction on Finn, that, that is not ready yet. Uh, is that the development you're talking about? I'm talking about that development. If you then go to, for example, Mars, I think Mars deploys their or manages their satellites via ICA. So they've got interchain accounts between the Mars chain itself and Osmo and all the governance and all that stuff happens on Mars and they control it from the Mars chain itself via ICA as well. So any, I mean, any development already happened, you're not talking about... I'm talking about new development, um, uh, you know, um, or it could be like, you know, we have this... uh, we used to have this token called Mars back in the day a year ago on Luna. Wouldn't it be great if they actually had some way of actually, ha- you know, allowing you to use the red banks on Luna today? That would give the Mars team an incentive to actually have that on Luna as opposed on as opposed to Osmo, which is where they are today. Okay, uh, and this is sorry. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the whole th- the, the reasoning behind this is try- to try to encourage an application development team to use Luna as opposed to other chains. That, that's, that's the gist of the whole proposal, be it um, via staking rewards for people so they can actually enable the Luna, uh, sorry, the Alliance module and actually have it so that we can get staking rewards, or B, have their applications actually run as closely as possible on Luna. So they offer applications on the, for the Luna holders as a, and they, we make that decision easier for them. So instead of going to Chain X, they will come to Luna and basically install their, their applications or make them run on there. That's the, that's the gist of the, of the two parts of the proposal. So, so is part two contingent on a chain, a different app chain installing the alliance module no uh, it should so part two is is more application developers or the the application development teams who happen to run on the on on the other chains um it doesn't necessarily need the alliance module for it to operate um but it's more to build out the um the connectivity and allow them to actually run their things on luna okay Okay, it doesn't require it technically. That being the case, did you sort of bundle them together just to try and propose more things? I mean, obviously, there's like voter fatigue when people are voting on every minute detail. So, again, this isn't a proposal, this was an idea. These are are two different discussion points to bring up the discussion. One of the key things about proposals, uh, in my mind, is it's not enough just to propose something. You have to actually have a way of actually achieving it. Now, I think this was made 
clear when people started writing text proposals to the TFL dev team saying, hey, you should do this. And their response is, well, we don't want to. So this is more, you know, to start conversations up on how to do this, start attracting the DF TFL developers into the discussion, which hopefully will happen in the next uh, couple of weeks. You know, they'll engage and they'll start having it saying, well, yeah, that's an interesting thing, but we think we should do it this way. It's more just to promote discussion on different things that we could be doing and hopefully getting enough support. If there's enough support in the community saying, yes, you know, doing these kind of incentives on the, with, the, with Alliance is a great idea, then we can put a proposal up for that specific thing. Okay, but there's still, there's still bits to be worked out, like how do we weight um, the rewards? Like you know, how do we know if a chain is performing? Those are some of the things that still need to be discussed. And But the step, step one is float the idea in general, right? Get it out. Do we want to do these kind of things? If we do, then we can basically drill down into it and say, this is how we want to do it. And then there'll be a proposal there with a dev team hopefully putting their hand up and saying, yeah, we, we can do this. We can write a module to do that or can write a smart contract to do that. And this is how it is. We'll put up that up to vote and it would go via the regular proposal process. Okay, and, and just to be blatant, oh, it's very specific. I am not looking for any more development work to do this. Okay, this is just an idea throughout to see if people are interested in building this stuff. I haven't got the space to actually build these kind of things in personally. Okay, but hopefully somebody else picks it up. Yeah, I mean, it, it was interesting, and I definitely noticed that you didn't put it into the proposal uh, section on Agora, and yeah, you, you just put it into was it the ideas and something section? Yeah, ideas and suggestions. Yeah, that, that was kind of interesting. Yeah, um, sorry, carry on. No, I didn't have anything. Okay. Uh, initially, when I heard you put something up, I was looking for it and I couldn't find it. I was like, it's not, it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's not uploaded it. And then I realized that it was in a different section, not directly in yeah. the proposals. Um, just before we bring Chubby, oh, Chubby's gone. He's gone down to listener. He was up and then he's back. Okay. Oh, sorry, Chubby. Um, no, no, he's, I think he excluded himself. Chubby, right, I don't think you were in when I mentioned the old, the old Pepe, um, but just telling everyone that. Epi's seen a 4x since this space last week, so sage advice you gave us. Um, thinking about how this might, going back to part one, mm -hmm. this massive or this, this amount of um, Luna from the community pool, if this did become a proposal, if this was voted three, it, it, are you envisaging something a bit like the Kadira Senate or a a multi-seg or how, how would so, decisions about where to allocate the Luna be made? Okay, so in this example, um, there would be no, there'd be no small select group of people, it'd be governance votes. Um, the way it would work is it would have six weighting criteria in general, okay? And in general, each one of those things would be weighted in a certain way there would be a gov the regular governance proposal to change those weights. So if I think um, chain health, um, was that like the Nakamoto coefficient is super important, I'm going to put that at 20%. Okay. 
of the weight. And now there could be a governance proposal later to say instead of 20, we want to draw, we want to put the weight down to 10. And that would just go through the regular governance process. When the new chain comes in, so for example, if Stride wanted to use Alliance and have access to the funds, right, they can use Alliance whenever they want to. They don't need our permission. But if they wanted to have access to the funds, they would put a governance proposal up. And providing the lunar stakeholders agree, then it would go through and it would change the allocation, say, add, add uh, Stride 1 to list of Alliance chains that we sponsor. Uh, the other component about the rewards should be able to be done in a smart contract and it should be uh, self-healing. So it should be able to get, you know, if it's an Akimoto coefficient, it should be able to get all the information it needs on chain via queries, via remote queries to get that kind of stuff. It would say, well, Nakamoto co coefficients mean blah, blah. This means it's got a weight of blah, blah, and so on. It would then take money out or undelegate money from the uh, Alliance thing or add money to it automatically. And it would be using probably warp to do those kind of things. So every day or every week, it would basically change the allocation amounts. So there is no need, as far as I can see, to have a multi-sig or to have a governing council for this. Now, it, would it make life easier? It would probably would, and you might want to do it that kind of thing later, but it's a good idea, to be frank. Um, I didn't think of it. This is why having an idea up there and having it discussed is way better than just bottling it up as a as an all or nothing. But initially, it wasn't my idea to have a governing council around this or a multi-seat, but that could work as well. Okay, I could keep going with, with more questions to clarify this in my head, but I think MB's got a few questions or comments to add. Yeah, yeah, not really. Thanks, Rebel. Um, the way <laughs> I, I, I see this um, proposal um, is, you know, the, basically it's the creation of a, you know, an alliance pool um, funded by the community pool. Um, and the, the aim of this, uh, it seems to be two things. Um, you know, one is to be proactive in encouraging chains to prioritize you know, alliance on their chain, the implementation of alliance. Um, the second aim seems to be to position Luna as part of you know, alliance across different Cosmos chains, you know, to capture some of the value that alliance will bring. Um, that's to me, that seems to be you know, the. You know, yeah. That's a, summary. Yeah. I'll, yeah. 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 I mean, we did st stuff like this uh, with Curve, where we would basically take some of the community pool and uh, actually create some liquidity in those things to encourage, you know, our tokens to be there. So it's just in in a similar vein to those kind of things where you have to you have to spend money or put money into these things to get it, and you know, it's not it's not going to be a win win for everybody. But I think in general, it will be a win for the lunar, lunar token holder. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the other side, I mean, if you look at it from a different perspective and, and if, if you believe, as, as some do, that Alliance on itself is, is compelling enough um, for other chains to just want to use it without being incentivized, um, yeah, the thought across my mind and, you know, like is, is putting lunar at the centre of um, Alliance right now at the beginning 
necessarily a you know a positive thing given the you know the sentiment towards terror in the past um and, and whether it might be something that we look at doing um yeah somewhere down the track um once there's already already some traction uh, with alliance on various chains um just throwing that out there mm. devil's advocate yeah okay so if if this if alliance becomes super interesting and hot and it's all being implemented everywhere I don't think we need this uh, development fund uh, in there because it will, you know, people will find it and they'll start utilizing it. And Luna is probably one of the natural tokens. Now, if everybody starts building Alliance and they start using token A as opposed to Luna, yeah, maybe as well. Um, it's more just to kickstart it. And, you know, my concern is that there are currently two alternatives out there for people to get economic security onto their chain. And I want Luna to be one of those things in there. And I want to make it a really hard decision not to choose Luna uh, or the Alliance module versus, um, what's it called? Uh, ICS. Okay. So for me, this is more about make, you know, making the decision between ICS and Lunar Alliance a very easy one for us. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I guess that's a good point to discuss too. Is is differentiating um, alliance from mesh security and and hub security or ICS? Um, but my understanding is that really, you know, alliance is all about yeah you know, the economic um, benefits um, you know, of cross chain collaborations and um, you know on chain native um, um, incentivization. Um, but um, mesh security and hub security is is it's all about security, basically, and I wonder if um, you know it's worth clarifying that, and perhaps not putting ourselves in the same ring as those guys at all. Uh, possibly, um, I think people see them as similar already, and they have put us in the same ring. And I'm also seeing that uh, they're offering incentives to use their security, so we should be following suit. Because what I'd really hate is yes, we're a better solution or we're just economic. And by the time we figured out that we need incentives, it's probably the six chains already utilizing ICS. They've proven their use case and they don't necessarily need this kind of security model. And, you know, there's also another one coming up, which is mesh security from the Osmosis team, which is also being discussed at the same time. Yeah, I mean, just, yeah, jumping back in on that one. I mean, I think it's kind of confusing in the sense that Alliance does have an impact on chain security, but at the same time, in that, that from the way I'm reading the documents, that is not the primary um, aim. And certainly, when Doe used to talk about it, he was he was all about the economics. Yeah. Um, so, so there is a knock-on effect on the security, but. But pitching it as a security thing, I think, is um, in my mind incorrect. Yeah, I, I'm not pitching it as a as a technical security thing. Um, I'm I'm pitching this as an economic, and I think the economic security of a chain is probably more important than the actual technical security. Again, you, everybody's going to jump in on that one, but I don't see the technical security of of those things as being as critical 
as actually having some price price security and actually having a portfolio backed uh, treasury, which is what uh, Alliance gives. And, you know, I wish Stowe was here. He could smack me over the head and call me an idiot. It's not the first time he's done it. Um, and uh, we can just move forward. But in the absence of, you know, in the vacuum, I was thinking about this kind of thing. I say, let's bring it up there. Let's have some discussion. And if it's a stupid idea, well, it's a stupid idea and we can move on. I mean, this is just an idea. This is not, you know, attack the, you can attack the idea as much as you want. If it's stupid, it's stupid. I won't feel upset about it, you know? So, but it's just an idea coming out. So, you know, that's what ideas are about. You're supposed to basically have all the hard discussions now as opposed to six months later. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any attacking at all. I think it's no. it's it's brilliant. It's brilliant that um, yeah, you have made this proposal or discussion document um, along with um, I think Philip's put up his, and, and I think this is exactly the conversation that everybody's waiting for. So it's you know, it's a yeah. great thing. Yeah, and and just to address Philip's thing, I mean, they they use the word alliance, but besides from them using the word alliance, I think they're completely different in what they're trying to achieve. So if I read Philip's one, where he's going, and again, your your interpretation is probably just as good as mine, is how do we basically take the stale lunar, convert that into liquidity pools so that we can actually have some great uh, liquidity in some of our DEXs and then reward people with liquidity pool tokens as opposed to pure lunar? That's the gist of it, and I agree with that. With that ex that section, <laughs> how you score them is a different subject. But that's my personal, you know, thing. So, yeah, yeah, I agree with that summary, and uh, I think yeah, that proposal from Philip perhaps may have people may have been focusing on that second section, which is the scoring part. <laughs> well, yeah, um, it's longer. And, it's yeah. longer than the other part. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 and miss and miss the actual intent, which actually probably has quite a lot of value. Yeah. And uh, I wonder if, you know, we shouldn't be looking at, at these different um, you know, initiatives or proposals uh, as a one or the other situation and, and whether there's potential to either you know, combine them into one or, or to have um, perhaps both um, trialed um, because we don't know which is going to actually work. And um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all very early. And lines. Yeah. yeah. So the key thing is they're independent. So, you know, having both of them at the same time isn't necessarily a good or bad thing. Um, because in, in general, it's more, you know, the internal one is basically how you get uh, more bone or amp lunar into, into the system, right? Converting regular lunar into amp and bone lunar and changing the delocations more into liquid staking and into the LPs. And then once you have that, then you can obviously stake into an alliance chain. The proposal that I wrote is more, well, we need more alliance chains to actually drive demand for liquid staking is another way of thinking about it. Okay, so one of them will create the liquid staking token, the other one will create demand for it. So And with regards to to the your proposed or not even proposed, but your idea at the moment, <laughs> with with regards to how the specifically the community pool could get used, would converting some of the community pool into Ampluna, Luna, or whatever, that, that would be completely fine. That is what is required 
to use the alliance is my understanding of how alliance works it needs a liquid staking token now sorry it needs a yield generating token so it could be a liquidity pool as well or an lp token which can be used but as well but from the gist of it i don't think you can use regular luna to, uh, in the alliance module it has to be a liquid stake but again that could just be me misinterpreting the spec um that's a fair point i mean obviously if there was a take rate then they could still take take the tax or, or whatever but okay so if, if we're saying lsd not lst um uh, LSD, yeah. not, we would do that but how about converting the community pool into say a luna b luna lp so this is more uh, into the uh yeah so we need to be able to do that for both proposals or both proposals will potentially lead to that. Um, the simplest way uh, on which which LSD, or now you're getting me saying LST, uh, which one of those is using a governance vote. So every week, month, quarter, you change the allocation factors based on how you feel or whatever is important to you. That's the joy of being a lunar stakeholder. I, I don't necessarily thinking having a rigid scoring thing is the best way of doing things. And again, I'm saying that saying putting a rigid scoring thing onto the, onto the reward system externally. Um, but there's a lot of factors which go in there. And either we come up with a, an agreed upon weighting system about which, which uh, LSD is more, should get different weights and we move forward with that. This is something that we should probably have a separate discussion on uh, because it involves a lot of different interested parties. And it's not just uh, Eris and myself in there. You have Stride coming in there as a liquid staking token. You have, um, oh goodness, Stata coming in there. that also have an opinion. And I'm sure there'll be six six other different liquid staking protocols coming in and saying, you know, just forking Larry's code, like we did, saying we should also be a liquid staking token. I can imagine Lion coming up with their own liquid staking token and doing the same thing and saying we need a, a share of the pie as well. Right. Sorry, I, I must have phrased that question poorly. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't. I wasn't trying getting at like which luna lsds would be mm -hmm. community pool into although i completely see that there would be that that would have to be a discussion it was more like if, if we've got this chunk of community pool half a million or not half a million sorry, yeah but yeah half a million luna like using it as straight up luna that that would be fine if indeed that could even be used using it as lsd luna completely fine but what, what if there was like an alliance asset even on terra that was like um luna axlar usdc i mean are you advocating for whopping the community pool into other assets or does it have to stay as luna which kind of is what i think uh, so i didn't go down into that my assumption was that it would be luna or, li or liquid staked luna uh, in there, there's nothing saying that it can't be anything else. Um, but yeah, it was more just the base token, which is what I was thinking of, and the liquid stake, liquid staked version of the base token was where my initial thoughts were. But if we have a, 
an LP, that would probably work as well. My concern with the liquid with the with the pairs is they are owned by different applications or app DAPs, and then we have to start looking at the fees about where they where those fees go. And this also brings up the amp lunar bone lunar fee structure as well, and some of that might have to disappear because I personally don't, you know, people, there's going to be a large amount and there's going to be these fees coming through. We have to be very careful at where the fees go so that we don't create the wrong incentives, you know. So the, the aim, again, this is why it's an idea, there's stuff to be worked out. And my aim here is to increase the lunar, lunar token price. That is it. Doing God's work, sir. Pumping our bags. Oh, I'm um, doing my own. I've got bags myself. Now. Okay, so don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rebel, we're coming up to the hour, and it's possible we can go a bit past the hour, but um, why don't we uh, see if anybody else wants to you know, join in um, the conversation here? Um, I've yeah. sent out a couple of invites. Anybody else wants to come up? Just, uh, yeah, put your hand up. And yeah, chat. apologies in advance. I get, I get to carry on sometimes. I don't normally speak very much, so I tend to talk long. This is great that you're passionate. <laughs> Thank you. Now, while, while we're waiting to see if anyone is going to come up and keep with an alliance type discussion, there is a further discussion that we can move on to, although I don't really want to move on to that until we've closed off the alliance side of things. But on, as well as PFC's idea on Agora, he has also posted a governance vote oh, yeah. on stations. So, so that's. But before we jump into that and maybe confuse things, um, is there anyone who wants to come up with an alliance question, comment, or criticism? I know it's late night for Ryan. He must be coming up to two a.m. We respect that dedication. Here he is. I'm just kind of thinking of these memes. You know, how there's like the, the, the husband and wife lying in bed. And, wife is thinking he's thinking of other women but he's thinking about crypto uh, she's left already she's had enough crypto <laughs> <laughs> ryan hello yo what's going on guys sorry some, yeah, some, some spaces bugs there um yeah i, th I thought i'd take the opportunity actually to come and ask pfc about his proposal because i'm not gonna lie uh i tried reading it and i got confused like halfway through so I, th I find like talking things out a lot more useful. Um, maybe you kind of covered it at the bit at the beginning a little bit. I was I was a bit late to the spaces. I guess like what's the like how does the pro pro like in like simple terms like how does the proposal uh, encourage like other chains to uh, adopt alliance? Okay. It's a simple incentive mechanism. Um, we will pay you to use our to use our alliance for the first period, or we will basically give you capital to use our alliance for the first month. If you prove that uh, you are giving good good rewards for that, we will stick it in there. So we're basically giving you a free trial. So as opposed to alliance uh, alliance chain, say. XYZ coming in and saying they have to basically burn their tokens or use their tokens uh, to encourage uh, lunar people there, we're giving them some. So it's similar to how a car car manufacturer gives you a discount if you buy. It's a similar mechanism to that. 
basic marketing. We just basically have a fund to um, incentivize people to use it. So, so like at the big, so it's, it's coming from the lunar pocket. At, at the beginning, are you saying like there wouldn't be any like reward rate from the no world? the reward weight that the other chain would have to use would be lessened because we are sticking some tokens in there to start with. It still has to be competitive because it has to pass a governance vote on Luna in order for us to do that. So they have to come up and say, well, there has to be something, you have to be giving something, but it's not every, but it's not as large as what you would have to do to start with. As time goes on, the reward rate becomes, you know, we withdraw our capital and it's based then just purely on the reward rate of that of that chain. So if it's not competitive with other chains, then yes, they might get a million or whatever it is for a month, but after that, they're going to not get anything. And all the other people around, will also t- all the short-term holders will also leave as well. So they need to have a sustainable medium-term approach to this as opposed to just a quick, very high API at the start. Oh, yes. So it's like... Um... So it's like when it starts, instead of like like whale are doing it at the minute, I think they're like at like I don't know forty fifty percent APR. I'm not sure what it is currently. I think it was that last time I looked at it. It would basically be like quite a low APR on their side, but but that's because well, we're filling the pool up, and then you would distribute those rewards to lunar stakers. Right. So it's not. The way it works, as I understand it, is Whale has got 10 million tokens that they are, that they are giving to people. And because there's only 5 million uh, people, uh, 5 million tokens or 5 million lunar tokens or 6 million lunar tokens out there, the rewards are very high. So what would happen is Whale would keep their 5 or 10 million or maybe lessen it. We would basically uh, enter that in. The rewards won't be 50%. They might be 20% because it's just the amount of tokens that they have will be distributed uh, more into into the community pool, back into the community pool as rewards, as opposed to the individual stakers. What we also covered was that if if individuals, we also need to encourage individuals to come in there and put their positions in, they will be rewarded from the community pool as well as from the whale. So whale would offer on a 10, 20%, they will get that during the initial month. The community pool will also give the initial stakers something. Again, this is where we have to get some maths going um, in this to encourage them to actually stake early. Over time, the community pool will change its allocation based on how much rewards it gets. So it might continue because it's a great investment, like investing in whale might be great. It might actually increase the amount put in there because the whale token is just doing amazing things. It's got a great interest rate and so on. And those rewards would be either going back into the community pool or distributed as staking rewards to the Luna token holders themselves. Okay. Um, and then I guess like the benefit on the other side is that, that they're also going to be picking up like quite a lot of Luna rewards on, on, on their side. They will be picking up lunar rewards. They'll be having X number of lunar staked on them on that chain. Yeah. Yeah, because obviously, like the more, like whatever their take rate is, right? The the more lunar that states, like the better it is for their chain because they're getting a higher amount of rewards, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. 
like I, I didn't realize it was like a, um, I didn't realize you were pitching it as like a try 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 before you buy type uh, uh, scenario. Yeah, I think I think my concern was um, I think I think I heard Rebel raising this concern that like it it, it like disincentivizes like uh, the the average retail person or. Or, or, or minnow or, or or whatever to to actually participate but i guess what you're saying is it's like a it's almost like a kind of bootstrapping phase it, it it really the aim of it is to be a bootstrapping it's uh similar to how we had those lp bootstrapping phases back in the day when whale launched uh on astroport it's basically to try to get the bootstrap going and try to encourage a medium to longer term investment as opposed to the short termers Okay. Yeah, well, I, I like it. Maybe like following this conversation, I'll go and reread the Agora post and, and, try, and uh, try and make it make sense in this context. I, I hope so. I mean, that, the, yeah, I've, my 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 day job is not writing proposals, um, so I, mean, I probably suck at that. No, I don't think it's that. I think it's just like I think I think for for your, for your average you know non-techie like me trying to get your head around like some of these like, quite complex uh ideas uh, it takes a little bit of time and and i always find it like helps when you can actually like see things in action right so so it's just yeah. different ways of learning i think that's true i mean you know it was simple to me in my head when i had it when i you know i was in the shower and then when i was writing it down just got more and more convoluted cool ryan certainly sounds wide awake possibly a night owl as opposed to an early bird um anyone else for anything else we PSE, are you okay for another 10 15 minutes sure. or so um mb can we move on to the second topic for discussion kind of moving away from alliance although it is a kind of alliance of a different sort <laughs> Confio. I'll, I'll take that as a yes from MB then. Now, MB will be putting together a sort of summary thread of this discussion, which will obviously take into account PFC's, not proposal, but idea that's on Agora <laughs> just to try and break this down for um, people who maybe haven't attended the space or who just are, yeah, too lazy to go and read Agora. I think that that, that is something, that's a completely different topic of conversation, which could be an entire space of its own like why do people not engage with agora and this kind of segues into the actual proposal i'm just going to mute pfc doors. Yep. okay um or going into the cupboard or closet whatever they call it in america um there was a an actual proposal put up on agora I think it was PFC. I'm pretty certain it was PFC. Yes, it was. So this was published at the start of February. The title of the proposal was Proposal to Fund Confio with $60,000 monthly. And this is to go for a year. Um, there was a little bit of discussion. Um, SCV um, said they were in strong support. Ghidorah support. Um, and then Ethan Frey from Confio came in with a really nice reply, which I think added a lot to the proposal. That said, what, what Ethan's come back with isn't what we're specifically voting on. So the question for PFC is, 
are can you yeah inside before we even talk about the specifics of the proposal what, what is cornfield and why should the community pool be funding or why should the terra luna community terra luna community be funding cornfield with sixty thousand dollars a month and yeah i'll, I'll jump in there just okay sure. quickly and, and i'm sure pfc can correct me but my understanding is you know cornfield is a group that has been you know, instrumental doing the heavy lifting behind, you know, building up uh, Cosmosm, which is which is obviously key um, to everything we do in in Cosmos. Um, so if we want to build um, new D apps or whatever, um, Feather Alliance, um, having Cosmosm and having Cosmosm continue to be developed um, is really important. And um, Confio, the group, has had funding issues recently, and so. The initiative is, you know, from Terra, and the um, yeah, the vote to support them is based on yeah, keeping keeping them going, um, and also you know, positioning Terra as um, as a contributor to you know, as a key contributor to to Confio, which really will, um, well, I believe anyway, or agree on um, bring a lot of good publicity for Terra throughout um, the Cosmos community, and, and have you know, positive impact that way too. So that's you know, my understanding. Yeah, in a nutshell, that's 100% right. Um, Confio, they're responsible for the uh, smart contract layer as well as other components of it. Every every smart contract that is, that is used on Terra goes through their code. Uh, recently, they were the ones to uh, discover the, the cherry patch, the cherry bomb vulnerability. Before that was a dragonberry uh, vulnerability. They're also participating in writing a lot of the IBC code. Well, it's not just them, but they're one of the things. And um, they've been, you know, they're there and they've been basically doing this for Terra. To, you know, TFL used to pay support to them. TFL, uh, for whatever reason, you know, had to stop that. Um, and it's not, you know, I believe my belief is it's chain's responsibility, not necessarily some whale in the background to pay for these things. So that's that's why the ch I personally think the chain should be paying for it versus uh, the development team. And uh, it also then gives us access to support and um, maintenance. Uh, to give you another example of what happens when they're not supported, you can look at the good old Lunk chain. Um, that there was a vulnerability. Sorry, we don't maintain that version that you're on. Sucks to be you. Um, was Conf Confio's type uh, approach. And um, yeah, uh, look, that was their position. In, in reality, they were very helpful and they basically said, look, these are the things, go look at this bit and do that. So it wasn't like they were being rude, but it was more about the notification. We also then you know, can say, hey, look, we really need the smart contract layer to be able to do X, Y, and Z. What do you think? And um, doing that. And it allows them to also hire more devs to make the smart contract layer, as well as everything else that we run on, better. And again, we're not competing in this case against uh, Osmo or Cosmos or whatever. We're competing as Polkadot. We're competing against all the EVM chains, all the ZK rollups and all the other stuff which is out there. And we need a solid infrastructure to be able to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, it seems like one of the most important public goods that uh, Terra can contribute to in, in, in Cosmos. Exactly. Um, 
And as far as the, the amount, that was based on market cap of the chain. So we're contributing around 20%. I think uh, the Cosmos group contributed a similar amount. The Osmosis group did so in February. So a lot of the chains that you've heard about have, a re have done this there. Um, the challenge, you know, we actually put the proposal up first and um, because Cosmos governance is, such, is so painful to deal with, those guys got a little bit stressed out. So they waited a bit uh, before they pushed it through. So that's where, where the gap came from. I see uh, Ray's stepped up. Would you like to add anything in to the conversation, mate? Um, no, I mean, I think it's good. I'm glad we talked about um, BFC's alliance proposal. That's great. And then on the um, on the Confio stuff, I, I think it's really good what, what they're doing. Um, obviously, Cosmosm's critical to uh, development in the Cosmos. I no, I gave my one-liner today in the TRL group, but basically, like, we need some more professionalism and we need some more complete uh, follow-through. Uh, the getting started pages on Confio's Cosmosm, most of the links are broken now. Uh, the, the uh, what do you want to call it? The um, academy stuff is broken. Um, any of the video tutorials are out of date. So I, I, I really, I want to support them funding it, but I think there should be a mandate that, that this, some of this funding goes to a full-time position to maintain and update the documentation and provide um, things to help onboard people into actually using the, the stuff they're writing. Cause that's to me that that's been the hurdle the entire time. I mean, Tara has been fantastic comparatively to the rest of the cosmos in terms of onboarding developers um but but there's a lot to be to be done um, um on that you could probably get um simon or something from confio uh up into one of the spaces they did that uh, previously and they'd probably be the easiest people to uh, describe describe what they, they plan and how they could do it and i don't think they have a challenge uh, you know getting more documentation and that it's more about just prioritizing it. But now I'm speaking for them and I really shouldn't. I mean, we can return the, the, the conversation to the proposal. It, it's funny, I was doing this as well. We're talking about PFC's idea and suggestion topic about Alliance. We've all called it a proposal. I've done that as well. Um, but the, the, the proposal from PFC is this one about Confuel. Without speaking for Confuel, um, I think so speaking on the proposal itself, um, it seems like everyone, not everyone, but the, the people here are sort of generally supportive. However, uh, looking at the proposal, I, I just feel it's very, it's very loose. So following up on what Ray said, like he would like to see some of this money go towards sorting out docs, documentation, videos, et cetera. There's, there's literally nothing in the proposal as it's written um that, that specifies how these funds could or should be no. and this is where you know if we're seriously unhappy and they decide to go and sponsor a trip to the bahamas or something like that we could we could basically have another compo uh, proposal to shut off the funds so it's on a monthly basis and if you know this is also where we can have we can you know from my speaking to them, and this is just 
in Twitter, they're fairly receptive about these kind of things. And you know, adding more documentation is a win-win for everybody. So I don't think they'll have a problem with those kind of things. Anyway, Ray wants to speak. Hey, uh, hold on real quick. You guys are going to the Bahamas too? That's awesome. I'm going too. And I think Ryan Lyons going all, uh, as well. So that's pretty sweet. I look forward to seeing you all there. Uh, also, I noticed uh, Pepe coin in the top must have had Chubbs in here. So thanks for that, Chubbs. Uh, and the final thing I'll probably forget. Oh, Docs Uh I believe the Docs Dow is on the Docs. Uh, getting the docs up to date, Evan Docs, Docs Dow. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, things are happening, right? And that's D O X Dow. What? D O C S, Bob. Okay, right. I agree. Right. No, it, I think it's just in that. Like, if we're going to say 60K a month, I think we should have some things that, I mean, I, I think we should write our letter to Santa from the chain. Like, what are we actually looking to get out of Cosm Wasm? Like, is it just keep doing what you're doing? I mean, we can talk about maybe what would be useful for for Terra since, you know, there's what, 40 or 80 chains in the cosmos and there's half a dozen chains putting up funds for Confio. Ray, so, 60K, 60K a month? What the fuck is this? Who's that? Who's yeah, you asked for too little, man. Every, every month? What the, who, what are they building? Fucking churches? I mean, no, they're building, is, they're, building, they're building blockchains. Um, oh, you know, cool. that blockchain so, that so all your bags are based else. on? Well, yeah, so is everybody no, everyone else, else is building shit. And so they're going well, to all the other chains as well and getting that money? Or just us? Yeah. Are we just the special yeah. ones? Oh, so they're getting them for everybody. Fuck. We're in the wrong well, business, much, boys. Well, somebody has to build the chain so you can basically moon. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, yeah. do they? It doesn't have to be them. I mean, it doesn't have to be, but they seem to know it. Um, you know, I mean, well, that's good. Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, you know, they spent three years writing it. I mean, it is convenient, but there are other groups out there who do this kind of stuff. I think uh, Notional is one of them, um, and they can do those kind of things. But Confio is usually they're seen as the the uh, chain there. But again, I'm not trying to convince you and all that, and you know. All I do is I encourage you to vote and not rely on validators to do it for you. If you have a strong opinion, uh, you know, put in the Agora. They're reading it. They'll try to address it as much as you can. If you think it's a total and utter waste of money, please vote with your tokens and say so and reflect the uh, the will of you and everyone else who feels the same way, and hopefully they'll do the same thing. I bet for like a fraction of that money, we could get some of those lunk Dow devs to just come over and, and fix up the wasm huh we get ryan on that so, no I'm, I'm really just kidding though like i know it is a lot of work it just that seems like uh, a exorbitant amount of, of funding and they've been doing this for three years times 12 months per year times 60 that's that's a that's a pretty good stack i could live and die like five times on that stack along with chubbs and pepe so possibly but could you build a blockchain I mean, as soon as Feather comes out, sure. Okay. Yeah, I think, and I think um, actually their work is going to be instrumental uh, to, to making Feather successful. I mean, I could build one manually. I got a piece of paper and a pen right here. I, I got nice lines going down it. I got my ledger. I, I doodled on it. So it's basically an ordinal. So, yeah. Cool. I'm just fucking around, man. I, I don't 
know who they are, what they do. I really don't care. <laughs> yeah, but sixty grand. Yeah, I mean, sixty grand a month is sounds like a lot. I think they've got ten devs or twenty devs or something like that. I honestly can't remember the exact numbers. But if you can get the Confio guys up here, they can explain where that money's going to. And you know, Ray, if you know, I'll talk to them and say, hey, look, documentation is important. We need to go and do this kind of stuff, and um, we can uh, do it. And I mean, so at 60 grand a month, I mean, just imagine you get that, dump it into Pepe, by the end of the month, they'll have... Oh, stop know, saying that. Oh, yeah, my but heart, knowing, knowing our lunk, we, we would basically invest it in something like USTC the day before at uh, DPEX. You know? No, I well, would, look, sorry, I would no know my way, right into Pepe and right into CGPT, and boom, we'd be fucking living the good life, boys. <laughs> Listen, one one of the things, I mean, PSS, PSE has shared a lot of gold today. One of the highlights of what he said was that when it comes to governance, people should vote. Um, a lot of the time, whether people vote yes, no, mm, abstain, I'm not certain, I appreciate and abstain. I, I really do think it is great when people sort of nail their colours to the mast and vote yes or no. If you're if you're voting abstain as an individual, I mean, fair enough. But if you're voting abstain as a validator, that's weak. I think um, validators should vote. If you're a validator in here, you should vote. If Lion Dow became a validator, I'm sure they would vote. Um, Lion Dow when, is a validator. When, when yeah. So how, how, yeah, how Ryan? How are you? Sets. How is Lion Dow going to vote on these proposals? You're a validator now. Oh, you, you're a representative of, a, of the DAO. Oh, you can't speak anymore, so I shouldn't. See, I think, I think though, too, up. like, not, not everybody is as informed as everybody else, and maybe somebody should just build, like, a random, pseudo-random number generator contract that people can utilize to vote, and then those funds go back into, like, the community pool or something, right? You're just like, I don't know what this means, so vote for me, and then it votes, and then that's good. To answer your question, PFC, um, we'll be putting Terra governance uh, proposals to our DAO uh, governance and let them make the decision. Which is excellent, and I was expecting that kind of answer. That's why I was teasing you for it. Um, that's the great thing about having a DAO. Um, you know, people vote. Well, hopefully people participate in the stuff. Now, is, is that validator technically controlled by the DAO, though? Um, no, as as it's, it's, not, it's not, although we are looking at ways to, uh, I mean, like, we're really trying to push enterprise to its limits, but we're looking at ways to, like, have the DAO vote on a governance proposal and then that automatically send the uh, the result to the uh, to the validator, but I think that's uh, uh, way DM me Ryan, and I'll tell you how to do that. Ooh, but um, it's it's something called Auth Z. Um, yeah, that's exactly you definitely yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, so it's definitely doable. Um, but yeah, having a validator run as a multi sig is scary because it's never been done before. Well, that's I mean, what's the worst that could happen? You know, it's not like we've ever seen DAOs get 
taken over Aqua before ever. Uh, DAOs can get taken over. The validator itself could, uh, well, it couldn't really double sign, but it could, it could get undelegate itself by accident. Um, yeah, there's not too much you can do. It's just you lose control. Uh, there is a patch which people are working on uh, to do uh, seed rotation or key rotation for a validator node. So you can actually then change the wallet address. Uh, that's a work in progress um, on the general. I think it's SDK 47 might have it. Uh, so there's different things like that, which will help the validators with their addresses. But um, yeah, that's again, getting way off uh, the topic. Yeah. And I just want to, I just want to pull um, rebel DeFi up or orbital command up that they didn't vote on the lion Dow governance proposal on Terra. So, who are we calling yeah. people out? I, I'd like to yeah. call out Lunk Dow for not voting, and I'd like to give a huge shout out to Donku for uh, abstaining. I know he felt really bad about that, but I, I appreciate your participation regardless. Thank you, Donku. Donku is the abstain master these days. Um, and then, yeah. can we talk about these Terrascope plebs? Who who are these guys? Voting no. I mean, come on. You want to shame some people publicly? No, I'm just kidding. I have no idea who, yeah, why they I voted mean, no. Did they vote for you, Ryan? No, they did. They also didn't vote just like Orbital Command. Yeah. yeah. See, Orbital Command <laughs> voted for me. So that's hey, interesting. PFC voted. That's all I can say. PFC voted. To, to that point, Ryan, um, that was remiss of Orbital Command. And I think the only vote that OC has missed um, this year, um, and yeah, uh, it seemed like a very fast vote, um, but that doesn't excuse it's not supporting. Uh, well, you guys which, more than which, made which up we, for which it. Which we do, which we do, yeah. You, you made up for it, you know, in the next one, so it's all good. There, there, there was discussion internally with the Orbital Command. Some people were saying that that, that that vote wasn't seven days, and it was like, well... All governance votes are 70. We've been speedrunning crypto, so we just like put the clock on 2x. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, in, internally, I mean, we have like 10 people, 10 people with OC contributors, and you know, we, we always have an internal vote on governance proposals, and it got a resounding yes from everybody. So um, we just didn't follow through. <laughs> well, and I think in, in the grand scheme of things, we're doing all right if you compare it to uh, what's happening in other chains. I mean, we don't have like, a massive group suing one of our community members you know we don't have community members trying to get into the uh the, the community fund to to finance the lawsuit and whatnot um but yeah, and what's happening there, with juno as well because i mean juno is having some fun on their governance as well they're kicking out a members thing rebel new all-time high let's fucking go bud man and then listen. kujira flipping <laughs> Juno, and then getting flipped right back, which was interesting. I think it's exciting times all around, you know? I mean, yeah, I, we do have to kind of finish on Terra, but um, Chubbs, that, well, that, was, that was good advice last week, which I didn't listen to until a bit more recently. Um, so yeah, the, the prof, there's, there, there's so many prophecies going on at the moment, so um, Chubbs may well be prophetic here. For anyone that wasn't clear, Finn got maybe Finn can jump back in. How many? What was the percentage of yes votes on your governance vote? Sixty-nine percent. Thank you. Can you guys hear me? 
Good. Absolutely. It's all, it's all working out well in the end. Okay. PSE, thank you for discussing your ideas and suggestions with us today. Thanks for sharing um, information on the Confio vote as well. And for everyone coming to this Alliance Hour space that went for an hour and 25 minutes, we're going to shut this thing down. Finn is going to do the recording edit for us. We're looking forward to that. MB is going to draft and publish a recap thread on some of the stuff we've been discussing. Plenty to discuss about the Alliance module. I'm dying to find out which chain is going to install it next or which chain is going to implement some Alliance staking. Thank you all for being here. We shall see you again soon. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Alliance Hour, hosted by Orbital Command, discussing governance, Alliance assets, and who's next. Recorded on Monday, May 1st, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. They say rapping is the gateway, bringing home great pain. Checking that replay, sing along and we say nobody gives a fuck around my way. I make about three bucks for every thousand plays, so add it up and do the math on that. Financially speaking, why the fuck would anybody want to rap? But in this reality, the money comes from doing shows. But then where's the money go when you can't do the shows? I guess you could rap on Cameo. I've been asking all my friends if I can rap on the patio. Six feet, motherfucker, step the fuck back. Doing a little magic. Pulling rabbits out the rucksack Not everybody's always in it for the money Looking like another crooked Sunday And I'm working Monday So you know I ain't stressing Left debating great methods Amazed to play Inception The base stay blessed See, even with these huge sums of overall royalties Huge sums of money that go to the record label Per playback Can seem insultingly small Many rights holders are making around Three quarters of a cent Each time someone listens to one of their tracks Leaving only some portion of that For the actual artist Pennies, pennies per play. Until they can figure out how to turn a profit, their future will always be in question. But for now, investors see enough potential to continue to fund pennies, 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 pennies per play. Another day, another lesson. Living in the eighth dimension might be worth a little mention. Living in the Great Depression, got a real regal feel. Reeling in another sucker fish, out to make a deal just to make a motherfucker wish. Ah shit, now you only got two left. You know what I wish? We didn't have any loose ends. You know what I miss? Listening to excuses. Now we're on the fence like we forgot how to choose that's what happens when people don't know what's true in the dark eating bullshit up like a mushroom in the lunchroom just trying to laugh it off meanwhile foaming at the mouth like a rabbit dog like a fake mate and call at the zoo it's looking like the view is getting disappointed too i'm working on the new shit trying to produce it. it's what i'm willing to go through when i'm making my music